welcome to the Brain Bites Creative Podcast. I'm Jason Sorton, joined by my good friend, Savvy Loristani. Savvy, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Hey, Wait, so- I'm also, I also work at Brain Bites with you, so- Oh, That's yeah, yeah. Friend. I'm also your business partner, but I guess I could just be that guy. I try to forget, I try to forget that sometimes. Yeah. That's cool. Hey, so, I do this for fun. Of course. I just get on podcasts with you because I'm your friend, and we just have a good time. It's working out for you, man. I mean, you've never had a better life since you met me. Oh, my God. I can't <laughs> begin to tell you what my life was like before I met you. You have no. I remember thing. meeting you before. It was You had a pretty spectacular life before I ruined it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think I just sat around, like, dreaming up movies I was going to make. Have, I woke up at 10 a.m. every day. I would and you went have to the, breakfast. And then you went to, have the, to the movies to have coffee. And then I would get a Starbucks, go to the movies for research for my next film. Look, truth be told, um, <laughs> I was a big loser before I met you, but I was so happy. Hey, that's all that really matters. And you weren't a loser. You were just finding yourself. You did oh, a great job. Please. You've really oh, found please. yourself. Don't, don't coming of age voice <laughs> me, okay? <laughs> I don't need that from you. Let's Sadie. get to the point here on yeah, your so, podcast. Yeah, our podcast, because mm -hmm. I don't just do this for fun. Um, oh. So <laughs> oh, you don't you don't do any work, so I don't know. I think you just sit around podcasting for people, making connections. Oh, but. hey, that's a good idea. I should take that up. Oh, so, yeah. so, this is savvy. Um, there's, we've been talking to a lot of orthodontists, and they are all pretty much asking us the same thing: Why did you guys start an orthodontic vertical? Like, why are you in the business? How did you get here? So I figured, rather than us like telling everybody every time, they could just watch this video and hear the whole story. So if you don't mind, I'm gonna like kick the story off. I'll, I'll start it off and then if you could jump in, that would be great to kind of uh, bring all the pieces together. Okay. Do you not like this approach? No, I like this approach. I just in my head, I was like, what if you could do it as Rosie Perez? <laughs> it would just make me happy, but I don't wanna do that. I will. <laughs> I don't know why, but I find you Rosie Perez both like insulting and charming at the same time so it just it's like a warm hey, hug look, and someone grabs your ass it's really I, odd I, I, that is a really it's, great way but it's it. so warm but so inappropriate but I, well i don't yeah i guess it's inappropriate but it is an impression of a famous actress and she does sound like that so just think yeah, about it i got it all right let's get to work let's get to work right. We're gonna so here, here's the deal for your instagram and your tiktok <laughs> so here's the deal um we, we first got started with, with this when we were working with a company called Ormco. Uh, most orthodontists are going to know who Ormco is. They do Damon braces, insignia, um, and a bunch of other products. And uh, we were the digital agency of record. And we met a couple people at Gage. Um, is that how we met them at Gage? We met them through there and then we connected via Gage. And then yeah. how did we start? How did we yeah, initially so start? So the people that were working with us at Ormco had hired us to help with their SEO. And um, it was just one of those clients that it just was, we were rocking and rolling. We had just tremendous results. Um, and so when the people that had hired us to do SEO and uh, digital, but really was mostly SEO there, <clears throat> went to Gage, um, they, they started working with a lot of orthodontic practices and they realized that like so many of these orthodontists were either had no digital marketing no idea how to do digital marketing, but they knew they needed it. Or they were working with a, a, 
a, a vendor for digital marketing that was not generating any results and just was siphoning money um, without, with no transparency, no results. So like, it just turned out there was a ton of people that were super unhappy. I mean, I, I actually have not met a happy orthodontist yet. Never. Um, yeah. Never. And so, none of them um, really know yeah. where their money has been going. It's kind of like, I think that's one of the things that turned me on to it was that it was a situation where you could really help someone. And it was like, it's not like everybody sat around not wanting to be good at digital marketing on the orthodontist side. They're just too busy taking care of clients. And then these other companies are making it so complicated for them to understand. And the reporting practices are weird. And you've looked at several other reports yeah. from other agencies. Like what kind of stuff are they doing? Yeah. So look, first of all, I want to say that like the stuff that they're doing is not as is not because they're just terrible agencies. It's just the way that a lot of digital agencies work in the ortho space and without. And I think it's because they don't know any better. But I think if you were to say the biggest <clears throat> issue is that they are reporting on conversions or leads, right, that are branded. So they're, they're basically being like, oh, you got 40 conversions. But if you look at the numbers behind the numbers, 39 of those people Googled the name of the orthodontist, right? So that's one of the things we're like, you're not and actually getting- why is that bad it. for people who don't know? Why is that bad? Why, why would you pay somebody to be, to help you show up in the phone book, right? If your name, if someone's Googling you by name, they're going to find you. They'll drive to your practice. They'll figure out how to get there. So that was the first, that's the error that most of them are making. And it's not, um, and I don't judge them for it. I don't look at them and be like, they're bad people. Now, there are other agencies we found that are doing things that are a little less scrupulous. Like, so the complete lack of transparency around money. So for example, we work with one orthodontist whose last agency was like, hey, give us $2,500 for paid search. Paid search is paying Google to show up for ads, right? Pay us $2,500 for paid search and we'll take care of it. But if you look at the numbers behind the numbers, these guys were paying Google 500 of those dollars and pocketing 2000. So because they weren't being honest about how much of your money is going to Google or how much is going to them, they were just making money for nothing. Um, and so that was another really unscrupulous practice. So, um, and so we spent a lot of years getting very good at digital marketing and we realized it was the basic tenet of being good at this is to be transparent about where the money goes, what you're getting and how many leads or conversions you're getting as a result. And we just apply that here and it it took off here. People were just like, you can do that. And we're like, we can do that. Yeah, we and can. it's very, yeah. And you can have access and see all your stuff in one place and, and really get a sense of where you are and where you're going. And I think one thing that comes up in these sales calls a lot that you always talk about is that if you're not creating content for your website, you're not doing SEO. Yeah. So if you guys are out there paying people to do things and you're not, site isn't growing week after week after week, then you're kind of being taken advantage of because you can only do so much tinkering. Yeah, I think that like, um, oh yeah, so we, I'll tell you the story of tinkering because we, we came from that. Um, but yeah, tinkering, what Jay says tinkering is an internal term at Brain Bites, and it means taking the website you have and just doing SEO, adding descriptions and tags and cross-linking, moving things around, right? It's it's a it's useful on a huge site with thousands of pages. You can tinker your way into some great results. But if you have a website that's not ranking for anything, tinkering's useless. SEO is a content game, and at Brainbytes, the rule is 80% content, up to 20% tinkering. And tinkering can be important. There's technical things. There's 10,000 ranking factors. Tinkering helps. But if you don't have new pages, 
if you don't have the thing pages about the things people are searching for, they're not going to find you. So it's a it, content so important. And we we're finding is that so many companies or, or orthodontists are working with agencies that are doing their SEO, but their website hasn't grown in years. And they're not paying much for this SEO. They're paying sometimes $500, $1,000, sometimes $399. But you spend that kind of money and you don't get anything for it. You're just throwing it away because you cannot get results without new content. Right. Even, the, e even though that's a small amount of money, it's still so wasteful when it's not yeah. doing anything. So Exactly. And I think that like what I really mean, that's true waste. I'm not saying it's a lot of money. It's not. Um, digital marketing, it, that's not a lot of money. But if you're throwing that money away, you might as well spend it on something else, you know? Yeah, uh, it's something that works. Well, I mean... Well, well, and another thing keeps coming up is like we, you know, real digital marketing is not an expense. It's an investment. You should be getting an ROI on it. You should be. Yeah. You know, like, so people talk about ROI a lot, right? And like, I think we're at Brandbytes very hesitant to use words like ROI and the green arrow goes up. Like, what does that really mean? And for us, it really means something. We need to see how many new leads you're getting. What is the measure of success? How are you going to get um, evaluated as a marketer, right? You're going to get evaluated by the number of leads. So if you're running around telling everyone how many impressions you've earned, how many clicks you got, uh, how much click share, all that is garbage to us because the thing that matters is leads. So ROI to us means this is how many leads you got. This is how much you paid for those leads. And then together we decide, is it worth it for you? I'm, we're not here to tell you that it's always, that you that digital marketing is always the answer, though typically it it is, it helps <laughs> a lot. Um, that's how people find things. But like, we're here to tell you, this is what a full faith, fantastic effort looks like. This is the number of leads you're gonna get from it. Is this worth it to your business? Do you want to do this more? Um, and the answer is always yes. It's why we don't have contracts. We don't need them. If, you, if, the, if you're not getting results, you should leave. If you're not getting results, we should, we should leave. We should yeah. say, guys, this isn't working for you. Find somewhere else to spend this money. Um, we don't- and We've done that before. If there's a campaign, because we do a lot of things other than orthodontics, and sometimes things don't work or don't go yeah. as you expected. It's marketing. The great thing about us, and another reason we yeah. got into this vertical, is that we saw, hey, if we do this right, and when I say do it right, I mean by having an exclusive, uh, a geographic exclusivity deal with orthodontists we work with, we can leverage knowledge and information from orthodontists all over the country and learn and put those practices in play without competing. And that yeah, was really I, important to you. Yeah, it, had, it was the only way to do it, right? Because like the last thing we want is to have three orthodontists in the same city. And now we're applying principles and they're competing against each other. This isn't fair. This is not impartial. It's not how we want to live. It's not how we want to, we don't, that makes it very difficult for us to share information to get better. All of a sudden it's, now we're not allowed to share because we're, we're creating competition. So for us, there's a few things that make Brand Bites really special, but the two are, we already talked about non-brand conversion. This is what we care about. This is what we measure. This is what we report on. But two is one orthodontist per geographic location. That's a township or a, a city. Um, it's really important to us that there's one her because we now we create no competition and we can share information and insights between them um, and, and it really it benefits everybody it's better for us too we, we like it better that way yeah there's there's just so much that we can do for people in this situation um, why did why do you think that um, it was the right time for us to jump in 
Is it because that for me, I keep thinking about that we were able to, you know, because we do websites, we do paid search, we do these things, everything was kind of converging on the digital side and there was no real provider doing real work. And so I feel like the timing was really. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, cause I think you're right. I really wanted to, cause I've never thought about that question before. The truth is we get pulled into something because people were like, we think there's a hole here. And then we looked and there was a hole, but I'll tell you that really made the difference. Cause there's always, there's been that hole for at least a decade. It's that orthodontists have started seeing a rise in competition and the competition is younger. And I think a lot of orthodontists are solving this in some extent by doing, opening more branches, um, trying to do more traditional advertising, but they can sense it, that something's happening, that newer, younger orthodontists are coming in and they're getting more patients. They're building that patient base faster. Um, and I think an, a seasoned orthodontist remembers how they got there, one patient at a time. One, one person tells three other people and we grow those relationships and all that's very important. But now you've got a group of people coming up that they're getting found because the, the millennial soccer moms are hopping on their phone and being like, I need this, who's got it? And they don't trust a referral necessarily as much as they, or at least it's not, a referral's not the only thing they care about. They, they trust who pops up on their phone and whose phone number's right there and what's the easiest to get to. So I think that happens. And the quality, they're making a trust judgment on who's gonna be in their mouth, their sons and daughters mouth, like, right then so if your website isn't up to snuff there was just everywhere we looked there was an opportunity the new the new families the younger families they grew up different and they their 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 relationships are online they fostered deep trusting relationships on the internet and i don't and and they're going to look there there's even with a referral referral might be one on the list the other three are going to come from the internet they're going to put those together and make a decision for themselves i think that happened and here's something else i think that's happened the orthodontics that are seasoned have started bringing in younger orthodontists into their practices. They've taken on younger partners and these younger partners know that they're missing the boat somewhere, that the inside of their office looks like um, an incredible experience. It's this, it's the Ferrari on the inside, but their web presence is like, you know, an old, you know, a 1982 Honda Civic. Right. So oh, they're, they're like, how did I get into this amazing practice on the inside and why does it look so awful from the outside and they're not okay with it. And with that question comes all the questions about, well, how are people being found? How many people are looking for that term? Wait, 400 people a month look for Invisalign? Okay, well, we're not ranking at all for that. They're putting a lot of those pieces together. And I think the season orthodontists are, are saying, do your thing, do your thing. And I think it's working. And they're realizing uh, that you can't just spend $1,000 on it. It's something that takes more money. And I've heard people, it's gotten back to us that there's been a couple orthos who said that we were expensive. And it's like, expensive? When you've been just throwing money away, how can we be expensive? There's look, a I had one ortho challenge me on that. And I, I looked at this orthodontist and I was, to myself, I was thinking, and I said out loud, I was like, I spent $7,000 on an orthodontist for myself alone last year. Like you're gonna challenge this amount of money to generate a ton of leads? Like it, people should be, your marketing budget is, it should be in the seven to 10%. And I mean, at least, at seven to 10% of your revenue and at least half of that should be Especially going to- Especially if you wanna grow. Yeah. Especially like if, if you wanna grow. That's how people make decisions, they go online. If you're spending your money on office swag, like 
erasers with your name on. I don't even know what the things yeah, are. Yeah, no, you're right, exactly. But like that, throw all that away. <laughs> Everything that you make, think about how many leads it's gonna generate. There are some things that aren't, you can't tell that are important. I know billboards matter. I can't, you can't quantify that. So or that's sponsoring a soccer team. Sponsoring a soccer team, being a part of the community, building, that all matters. But there's too much out there that has to do with, with people that have never heard of you finding you and you have to invest in that. So yeah, people say that we're, some people say we're expensive, some people just get it. But you know what else I'm seeing, Jay? People that are with some of these larger, I guess, marketing companies, right? Like that are orthodontic specific. These companies, when you add up all the things together are really not that cheap, right? When oh, they're, no. they're charging per month for the website, they're, it's your website. I don't know why someone, <laughs> you're renting it, but okay. They're charging you, 700, 600 bucks for SEO that doesn't work. They're charging another 600 bucks for PPC that doesn't work. They're throwing in the, um, the app and messaging thing for another 500 bucks that's actually can be white labeled somewhere else. So I just feel like a lot of these people are app and messaging companies that kind of have thrown a lot of marketing around it. But like, so the, what happens is people see this conglomerate of things. They're getting confused about what is what, but if they look at the numbers, they're not spending nothing. They're spending a good amount right. on zero value. I think there's an opportunity to spend more or the same amount on actually generating some leads. And that, not, yeah. that leads me to kind of the, the last thought on this and, and I'll go first and I want to kick it over to you, but where you think um, what the future looks like for orthodontics and marketing. And mine is that I think that orthodontists are going to continue to make these moves. I think competition is going to get, bigger and bigger. I think budgets are going to get bigger and bigger. I think that we're going to have a situation where a lot of the dinosaurs who are not evolving are going to have a real hard time staying afloat and getting new clients as younger, more agile, more digital focused people come in. And I think there's a real opportunity for us to stop that from happening to not let these practices that have developed these relationships over years and years to go away, but to think through new ways to reach out to prospects and to be in front of them. I think it's a great time to be a young orthodontist because I think it's a great time to come in, set up a practice and to generate new leads online and to look on the outside as good as the big, the older orthodontists are on the inside. That is an incredible opportunity for the, for, the, for the younger orthodontists. I think for the more seasoned practices, this is the time to reflect who you are on the outside, or on the outside, what you really are on the inside. I think that what's going to happen is, I think that as the orthodontics field grows and like it's gonna grow, there are new ways of doing things that are gonna start coming out, that are gonna be uh, differentiators, different products. I think that these, the people that have a strong online presence and have created this online brand are going to be able to compete as new products come to market. They're going to be able to get pages up faster. They're going to be able to demonstrate their authority through their experience, their expertise, through the, 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 the content they're creating. I think what the opportunity is huge for seasoned orthodontists to become experts in the space, to, to, to have enough content that speaks to their expertise, and as a result, generate a lot more traffic than they ever knew was possible because they were really over relying on, on word of mouth. I don't know if that answers your question, but no, I think it that's does. worth it. Well, it just makes me think, and for us, right? Because everybody always wants to know what's in it for someone else. For us, we have the opportunity to create winners, right? Take people who are in a situation and bring them up and be part of their organization for years. 
Like they've been, they've had 10 year relationships with people who don't do crap. This is an opportunity to have a 10 year relationship or longer I'm, with somebody who cares. I, I completely agree. And I, I feel confident about something. I think the big ortho marketing practices, I think they're not going to pay attention for a while, but I think one day they're going to look down and they're like, where did all those clients go? I believe that the people that are smart enough to be orthodontists are smart enough to figure out that they should see what their money is providing. And as they start to look, those big practices are either going to turn it around or they are, they're going to start getting their business chipped away at. Because I think the younger orthodontists coming in are gonna force the seasoned orthodontists to take a look at their digital, and none of these people are dumb. And it's not rocket science, it's common sense. And they're gonna see it, and they're going to, they're going to realize that, that there's, they're missing on an opportunity, and that the, the younger orthodontists are nipping at their heels. Because one thing you said that's really important I wanna point out, nobody's doing well in this space. It doesn't take, it, imagine being doing marketing for 10 years and somebody can come in in six months and get ahead of you. That's what these guys, these, these seasoned orthos, so many of them are up against. So. Did, did dollar signs just flash in my eyes? Oh, I don't. <laughs> it sounds so awesome. I did. This is just such an opportunity. That's kind of like painted. See, I've got some movie telling in oh, these. I love it. I love it. I mean, ortho. I was just like. Man, we're all gonna win. I mean, it's it's a situation. That's why I love this business. It's like everybody can win. So, it's listen, like a, yeah, yeah it, that was it. Yeah, that that's it. Thank you guys for joining us. And if you are interested in our services, just hit us up, savvy at brainbytescreative.com or Jason at brainbytescreative.com or hit us both up at info at uh, brainbytescreative.com. You can also visit brainbytescreative.com for more information. Thank you all. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks, Jay. Thanks. Thanks.